guys. Welcome to the Hype Attack Podcast, where we weigh in on the latest in nerd and pop culture hype. We're the fandom. We are the excited conversations we have with our friends about the nerdy things we all love and geek about. We are the Hype Attack. I am the hype! I'm what you might call the founder of the feast. (laughs) Okay. I dig it. I dig it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Hype, the Hype Attack Podcast. Uh, On today's episode, we're going to talk about video game adaptations. But before we get into that, I'm here as usual with Doug, Isaac, and Rudy. And like always... Hi, Jermaine. Hey. Oh, yes. And Jermaine is here, too. Want some candy? (laughs) (laughs) But um, Got some candy in my front pocket. You want some? (laughs) Want some candy? Snack size. It's a Tic Tac. Do you guys know where that's from? What? Predator 2. The Want Some Candy? Oh, Rudy already. <laughs> Predator 2, nice. Huh? Yeah. Those are classic movies, by the way. But anyways, how did you guys uh, nerd out this weekend? <laughs> Doug? Uh, oh, I had quite the adventure this weekend in L.A. Uh, also, some, most of it not nerdy, but we did end up finding this really cool comic book shop. Oh, thank called- God. I was going to say soliciting prostitution is illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you're caught. <laughs> <laughs> I make them dress up as superheroes. Oh. <laughs> extra. Um, no, I found a really cool comic book shop uh, called Revenge of in L.A. And um, it, it stood out to me. One, they had this really cool pinball section, section in the back. But also, they really pushed, I think, some of the more independent stuff. Like, it wasn't DC Marvel slamming you in the face right when you walked in. It was a lot of lesser-known stuff. But that, that was really cool. The other thing I did was I finished watching Titans, um, which I love that show from the beginning, when it was on DC Universe Online, Theme DC's Titans. own app, before it got bought up it's by HBO Max. not that. Oh, yeah, no, it wasn't you guys. You know, I, I don't know how much you guys know about it, but it's... I, it's, I was just about caught. I saw you posting about the very last episode, which reminded me to watch the last episode, which I haven't watched. Yeah. Is this the the uh, last season? Yeah. Like the last, yeah. Yeah. last, last season? Yeah. And, and it's a shame. I really like it. You know, the show was not the greatest. We talked about last, last episode, we talked about Donna Troy dying from lightning or electricity mm-hmm. there's a lot of stupid things there's a lot of like all of a sudden they're in their costumes and all of a sudden they weren't like there's a lot of inconsistencies and like weird stuff like this last season they were in an rv and somehow they got across metropolis mm-hmm. constantly like in five minutes or whatever who cares it's fun seeing the titans characters in this kind of grown-up mature world i always trust it from the beginning i always liked that from the beginning they trusted us to know it's a DC mm-hmm. show because it, it started off on the DC app, so it was like, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is for DC fans. We can mention these characters without explaining who they are, whatever, and that carried through to the end. Do and you have a a particular moment in the show where you're like a favorite moment? Oh man, I'm so horrible with like favorite moments. I'll say, I'll say. Um, Isai Morales playing uh, a Slade Wilson. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And I mean, I was like, Isai Morales? Really? Bob? From <laughs> La Bamba? It's not my first. <laughs> no, my last. <laughs> Take a shot. You'll know the scene. Anyways, uh, he did a really good job as Slade Wilson. It was convincing. Actually, he's, he's going to be like the big bad in the new Mission Impossible movie. And I was like, ah, Slade Wilson versus Tom Cruise. Um, <laughs> There, the part where where uh, he fights Dick Grayson as the newly revised 
uh, Nightwing. Oh, that's right. He got the Nightwing yeah, suit that for was, that fight. That's that right. was exciting. That was really cool. I like that. That's, that was my... Because the suits looked really good. Um, I will also say that the guy that... I should have looked up his name. Ryan Porter, I think, or something. The guy that played Beast Boy, I thought, did a really good job throughout the whole season. I like him as Beast Boy. Yeah. I, I, he kept like that that jovial nature that, that Beast Boy, that Gar, uh, always has. Because there's some characters like uh, uh, Grant Gustin's Barry Allen... Flash is supposed to be like fun, but he's just like real somber. I'm like, you're not Batman, bitch. <laughs> you're the Flash. You're supposed to be fun and jovial. What are you doing? Being super fucking dark and broody. Yeah, he did a real convincing line for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Eyeballs to me. As, as Beast Boy. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. um, Ryan Potter is his name. Okay. I, I hope that's how it's pronounced. But, um, and this last season, we finally got to see Beast Boy be Beast Boy, turning into gorillas and, oh, and all dude, that stuff. Yeah. At first, it was like the tiger, because that's probably what their budget allowed, is one animal. It, yeah, it was like two seasons of just a tiger. Yeah. And it would be this whole thing, like, as if he's turned into a werewolf. I liked his uh, little, or like, they they spun off Doom Patrol from his uh, storyline, and I love the hell out of Doom Patrol. Yeah. And this last season, they touched on something from the comics. I guess, I don't, I don't want to spoil it, but they touched on a big part of... DC Comics. Oh, I guess I'll spoil this. DC Comics has the red and the green. They've established that reds all the animal stuff. Okay, I was green, wondering what that was. The green is like Swamp Thing and Poison Ivy. They're all attached to the green, uh-huh. and then there's also the black, which is like decay. So they touched on the red finally, mm-hmm. and it was cool to see, again that trust in the DC uh, viewers to know like, okay, cool, we're bringing this in. The animated Harley Quinn show touched on the green. Oh, cool. in the yeah, recent Harley season, Qu- um, Poison, Poison Ivy. Yeah, that. yeah, right on. Cool. Anyway. How uh, do you nerd? I, I was catching up on uh, the anime Attack on Titans. I don't. I used to watch a number of, of anime shows, and I haven't. And I couldn't find the rest of the seasons of Attack on Titan. And then my niece, who's 14 years old, is like, oh, it's on Hulu. Like, oh, I should have searched it, shouldn't I have? <laughs> uh, and I was literally like watched, uh, what was it, season three, episode one, today, before I got here. Uh, and then, as aforementioned, I, I finally finished another drone video. I, I get... I get really, I procrastinate on like editing my drone videos because it's like over 20, 30 minutes worth of footage that I go through and I get precious about it all. It turns into like a five minute long video that's boring even when I watch it. But I'm like, no, 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 you had to, I had to show that part. Uh, but anyways, I'll, I won't over explain it, but check it out on at forehead FPV. Uh, just, it was a video I took a, a year and a half ago and I finally got around to editing it. it. Took me only like an hour and a half, two hours to do it, you know, but it, it was fun to do. But most of all, I played Zelda, and we'll get into that. Rudy, how did you nerd? I finally saw the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Finally, was really good. Uh, no spoilers. Hey, hey, really hey, ha- no really spoilers. Hard, yeah. No, hey, well, relax. Really no spoilers. I got to let you. Know, let me talk to you off mic. No and spoilers, I, Rudy. And I cried a number of times. Oh yeah, the tears. <laughs> yes! the tears hit. And oh. motherfucker, Jermaine, you need to see this movie. Okay. What? Wait, wait, wait. You've not seen it. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Well, you dare so, put your finger up at me. I was supposed to go watch it on. Put it up in uh, me. <laughs> Saturday. And explicit rating. And then Saturday came. You're cut off. And <laughs> from Celsius from. Alcohol. I never went to go watch it because uh, I know somebody's going to be listening to this, but she took a long nap, so we didn't get to go watch the movie. <coughs> but I, I would have it's, okay, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Shame. Yeah, My this is for you. Who's God. who's, who's, who's going to listen to <laughs> and that? And that you're not for you. even married. Yeah. <laughs> In the words of Monica, I know. <laughs> But uh, no, go ahead, Rudy. Continue yeah, with your <laughs> ultra. Um, anyway, hyper nerd weekend. Yes. Um, kind of jelly, by the way. I was, I was 
buried the lead. I went to Star Wars night at Disneyland. Dude, I saw that. That looked fucking fun. You're adorable, by the way. I fucking know. <laughs> <What's> your, <laughs> hold, hold on. What's your Instagram handle? Oh, it's at uh, rogue.one. Go there now, people. Um, I, don't, I, I put it in my stories. Did I put it? Did oh, I put it man, I hope you... Fuck. I will... I, I, we should just put it on my bunch yeah, of pictures anyway. Yeah, you some stuff. I will we'll post some stuff, and I'll have a... Jermaine posted to the, the main habitat because it's too cute. Yeah, for, it's I'll, I'll, I'll stitch it together. I'll put it together. The minute I saw where he was, I was like, <laughs> because I wasn't there. <laughs> oh, it was, it was super fun. Just the, the activities they had planned, the, just everyone walking around with the lightsaber and just, you know, measuring shafts. It was, it was amazing. Tips. Like there was like maybe two like kids there, like minors. It was all adults. So it was, you know, it was, it was pretty fun. Nice. It, lo- it looked, if you guys haven't checked out Rudy's Instagram or if you don't know what he looks like, he's a big cuddly brown teddy bear. And to see this guy in his in his robe and swinging the lightsaber around and his wife's recording it was the most adorable thing. Like I literally had my face up against my teeth going, oh, look at Rudy's adorable. I love him so much. I'll take his verbal abuse. See, but that's the thing. We're all like grown ass kids here. So we love all that stuff. Absolutely. Um, speaking of ver- verbal abuse, uh, <laughs> Isaac. Uh, when I was a baby, my head was so big, scientists did experiments on me. I once. You <laughs> 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 bet I was drinking. <laughs> ah. Hey, like, I lean into my shit, okay? That's why my, my IG and TikTok handle are at forehead. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'll lean into it, man. That, yeah, that's why I don't feel bad at all. <laughs> Make it fun of it. Oh, man. Yeah, so I, I, I played Zelda. And I haven't played Zelda, as I mentioned last episode, I haven't played Zelda in a very long time. And I forgot that it's such an expansive, uh, exploratory game, you know? And I haven't played the one before that, and I haven't played the one before that, nor the one before that. But man, this game is, it's, it's, I barely scratched the surface. And what, what I didn't know that it was like, it's, it's much because you have to combine things and stuff like that. But hold on, we're talking about Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, a right. new game yeah. that just dropped. On the Nintendo Switch. Yes. yes, 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 yes. Tears of the Kingdom. I'm sorry. Um, and I'm loving it so much so far, but I just realized that I just scratched the surface, and there's a lot to do. Uh, and were you playing it, Doug? I haven't played this one yet. I play, I started playing Breath of the Wild, the last one. Mm. I love Zelda games, but this one... It it didn't grab me, but this one I'm very interested in this, and I'm I'm almost as a nerd. I feel like I'm just m- not a part of this huge conversation that the entire internet, or at least my portion of the internet, what the algorithm wants to show me, is talking about. And I'm just like I haven't I haven't touched it, I haven't looked at it. I, I have finally started watching some of the videos. Of course, all the the dicks, the flamethrower <laughs> Flame dicks. dicks yes. <laughs> That's half of what you see about this this game. Flame uh, on, but. Uh, Flamer on. It looks really cool from a technical aspect, the idea of being able to build so much. In yeah, a game. Oh, yeah. But it's also one of those things like part of me just wants to play as as Link using a sword and killing some things and stuff. But that's been done. So that's that's the thing. Like, this is something new that's going to stand out. The developers were saying that they, they didn't want to just create another Zelda, uh, you know, puzzle solving game, but they wanted to make everyone's gaming experience completely different. And, and from some of the things I'm seeing, it is... Like I, there's, you can basically create a skateboard, you can create a rocket, you can, all of these things. And I'm like, that's pretty exciting. That's pretty cool. Cause there was a, you're, you're right. 
to what you just said, like there was a part of me that wanted to just play, you know, an OG Zelda game where I didn't have to think about combining and cooking and all these, all of these other things, but it, you're right. Like it has, stuff has to change and, and make it a more immersive experience. And I think that, I think this game is doing that so far, but I was looking at a lot of posts because you write the algorithm and all these other uh, uh, pages are putting out like posts about the game. Oh, plosive popping. Uh, and uh, a lot of people in the comments. Yes, I looked at the comments. I know it's a cesspool. I didn't do it, but I did it anyways. And they're like, Jesus, all these. Jesus, all the, the dick writing about Tears of the Kingdom. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I get it. You know, uh, especially uh, right after what was it? Star Wars Survivor just came out. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that should be getting more praise, but I feel like, you know, it, it, it's, it's, you know, kind of equal in all the posts that I'm seeing. Yeah. Well, I kind of have a theory and I, and I'm not trying to Nintendo bash. I love my switch. I love Nintendo, but the switch doesn't have a lot of like very hardcore games. So when something like Zelda comes out for it, everyone because a lot of people just have the switch that's their one console they have and so when something comes out for it like that it's like oh this is the greatest thing ever we finally have it but anyone that's been playing on like the ps5 or or steam especially there's so many options out there so when someone comes and says this nintendo game is the best game ever it's like oh man have you like there's a lot of games out there that the nintendo just doesn't get bunch of filthy casuals (laughs) <laughs> no okay I, I don't i don't mean to sound like that but it no, is, i agree with you like no, something no. in my head i agree with you but to get even more specific i feel and i don't play a lot of video games but correct me if i'm my opinion is wrong oh we will <laughs> trust but does it seem like nintendo has kind of not necessarily failed to well, whatever i'm not gonna try to be political here but like i feel like nintendo's failed to come out with like big hardcore games like zelda is always the go-to for the big hardcore game you know what i mean and like uh, playstation and xbox has always had you know i mean list the games where like they're the big bad they're the big games the big baddies you know and there's not just the one there's the shooter over here and an exploration game over there and Take it away, Doug. I think part of that is because Nintendo has always aimed for the cheaper, the cheaper console, mm-hmm. which means it's usually more technically, technically limiting. So your big studios, like Santa Monica Studios, before Sony bought them, they made God of War. Like some of these big studios would be hesitant to make a game for that console because they couldn't do what they needed. And even making games multi-platform was always a pain to port to the Nintendo because it's like, okay, we got to dumb it down for this. Yeah. Where where that benefits Nintendo is that they've gotten really good at making games at these lower polygon counts, at the, mm. the lower processing powers. Because you look at all their systems, you know, GameCube, Wii, and, and the Switch uh, as their newer ones, the games that they put out, Nintendo themselves, are, are so good for being technically weaker yeah but they they know how to do the art they that's why you always get like those different art styles with their their systems because they're they're not pushing the polygon count was mm-hmm. it win the zelda win wind waker yeah on the gamecube which i played a lot of uh because i had to spend like 12 hours in a hospital in a doctor's office once for like a study but i was like i'm just gonna play gamecube all day and i played that did they figure out that you are in fact not human? <laughs> no, that my asthma needed medicine. <laughs> uh, on brand of being a nerd, but um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just like, really, I, ner- I felt bad about that one. I felt really nerd shamed. Um, Shame me on that one. <laughs> hmm. 
Shame. Self inflicted shame. Yeah. Let's not make fun of people with respiratory problems. <laughs> Still laughing. But. Combo. One thing to that. He's got KO. Is interesting in today's video game market is not only do you have to put out a good game, you have to make a game that people are going to want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And talking about meaning Twitch and YouTube, meaning, you know, playthroughs or play wits like on live and stuff like all this building and stuff that mm-hmm. is incredible on Twitch because your creators can get there and just have fun making stuff with their audience. And that's, that's the kind of thing that, you know, you, you mentioned Jedi survivor, which is a great game, but watching someone play that on, on Twitch is just watching someone playing a game mm-hmm. where something where you can create stuff like in the Zelda game, all of a sudden your audience can be like, I don't know, let's, let's make a dick. Let's make, let's make two dicks and make them, make them dick, dick touch. We're never far from dicks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because I'm assuming every Twitch audience is asking their people to do. But that's that's what can turn a game into just like some cool release that people talk about for a mm-hmm. month to something that is really, really successful. I, I, I do go on TikTok lives for reasons. Uh, and I do see I do see more people playing the recent Zelda. And I again... I barely scratched the surface, and I don't know. I don't know half the things you can do, and I'm like literally learning from them playing it. But I'm not trying to like cheat or go through any like walkthrough. I know better. I earned my nerd card. What uh, guys? What experience with Zelda? I mean, because there's been so many games Mm -hmm. through from the very beginning. NES, Nintendo, twenty nine titles, and that gold card. Yeah, twenty nine. Yeah, because they were on Game Boy, they were on DS, all of them. Oh my god! What was some of your favorite Zelda moments or Zelda games? Can I can I rephrase that question? Sure. Let's start off with what was the first Zelda game you played? Oh, mine was for the NES, the the gold cartridge. Was that the Legend of Zelda? Yeah, that was the the very first one. My first introduction to Zelda. Play old timey music. What? Was that the was that the, the top down one or is that the one the side scrolling one? That was the top down one. The very yeah. first one was the top down one. That's yeah. that's a good question after we get through everybody's uh thing. Really? Because I think I played the the side scrolling one first, and I was like, "What the hell? Is this? <laughs> this is this is not hype. I can't get jiggy with this." And then I played the first one, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, this is much better." Like I never finished the. I think it was part two. I forget what it was called. Link, was it? The second one was just called Link. I think. Or was it like Link of the Past? Or no, no, that was SNES. Um, yeah. So, so I was going to ask, like, for you, I guess, because you played the first one first and then i'm assuming you played link the second one like oh no i don't think i played the second one. Oh, okay because that was for me i loved the first one and then it's like oh second one came out let's go buy it and bought it and all of a sudden it was a side scroller it's like what yeah that would have <laughs> like, threw me off it. but i i have a core memory about that second zelda um so a lot of times in my youth i would actually spend a lot of my time watching my brother play more because he was mm-hmm. you know he, he's better at it and so it was kind of fun just to watch someone who's good at it and i did I that care. too my brother's actually your guys's age and he used to watch him play video games all the time and yeah. then i'll get my turn <laughs> so hi brother um he listens there was one night and i don't know if you guys remember those old nes games it was there wasn't a lot of saving or a lot of times you'd have to play all the way oh, through God. or or you might have a save but the game messes messes up and you lose your save or something oh, like that that happened to me on final fantasy one um but we were at like the last 
dungeon or the last castle in in the second Zelda game, Link, and it was scary. We're excited. It's late at night. I think my friend Danny was sleeping over, and we were upstairs playing and just getting into it. The the intensity and if you remember in the game, there was those little blobs, boop, and they would bounce. Oh, in I the last dungeon, you see a couple of those. It's like okay, the blobs are here, and then you go into a room and a giant one drops from the ceiling and it's it was you know like a hundred times bigger than the others and i remember just being like so freaked out by it because i at that point like i said we're late we're kids we're up later yeah. than what we should have been and just to see like a huge version of a mob drop down it was like exciting and cool and like we just didn't want to die because we we're like we were low on lives or yeah. something like that around the last level and it was it was it was cool those are good moments yeah I, I remember the concept of of uh saving your game was big like i i my brother started off on the the snes so he he probably played the legend of zelda me and my first introduction to it was uh the n64 the ocarina of time oh yeah i never played that yeah one. that was the one that i played also on nintendo 64 that was pretty good that was really good and then the one after that was majora's mask i never touched it sure, but, i think so but i like the boss fights in those games oh man i i still like Ganon's fight in my head it's mm -hmm. just well Ganondorf and then Ganon's that whole battle is just epic as hell yeah that's still fun I was I was looking at something earlier today and like just trying to reminisce of that that N64 Ocarina of Time and I was like that's not too bad like the graphics weren't too bad like it was very um cinematic and stylized oh I would still they, play that to this day they, oh, they did a great job did they not that you guys would know this but did they bring it back for the DS or anything because they were doing that, the DS brought some of those games. I think back. there was a DS adaptation for that game. Yeah, or some one of the newer systems. I think got an ad adaptation for mm. that. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm trying to wrap my head around something you said earlier. You never played the Ocarina of Time. No, I know, never. For some reason, well, get I, him. So that's, that's one of the. This is your ready. first. No, I know. Yeah, your first shame. But trust me, I'm I'm mad at myself for it. Yeah, it doesn't feel nice, Doug. <laughs> that was, hurts. That huh? was like. <laughs> stated for the longest time to be like one of the best games ever and i think at that point because i was in 64 right yeah so that was golden eye era oh yeah and so i rarely played single player games at that point like almost every day after school my friends would come over uh i had my brother and i shared like a big upstairs room in my parents house so we had like the bigger room that could fit everybody well you had an upstairs <laughs> i know um but we would all come over and it would be GoldenEye, it'd be Mario Kart. Like we had so much fun just playing those those the couch multiplayer split mm. screen, yelling at each other, don't don't look at my screen. Oh man. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And like those screen old games. Watcher. Screen watch. Yeah. Screen you didn't even have to screen watch because those games were so uh like there wasn't a lot of color. So it's just like you would just see the flash yeah. of blue on the bottom corner, be like, Oh, I know <laughs> I know where Dan's at. Like he's in this part of the map. Um but yeah, so I, I I did actually miss a lot of that N64 era um, single player campaign games, such as the Zeldas. Now, GameCube is when I, you know, a little bit of time had passed and we weren't getting together and playing as much. That's where I kind of got into, like, I played Wind Waker and, and all those. Yeah, like uh, the GameCube was technically my my first console that I owned. Everything else was my brother's. Hey, bro, can I play that? Can I can I play Sega? Come, come play. No, I'm playing it. And he was just, dude, he was, he was the gamer. Like I wanted to, I looked up to him. So I was like, I would play all the games he would play. And then, and then I grew up and I started like buying my own games. I'm like, this is expensive. Oh yeah. Oh no, that's all expensive. <laughs> Let me share a little, uh, story right quick story time. With, with, with little brothers and things, because I got a little brother. Mm -hmm. So it was around the time 
PlayStation came out and Metal Gear was out. And everybody remember uh, remembers memory cards, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> oh, yeah. <laughs> I know you're going with this. So this is when I used to work at Disney. But anyway, so I would I would come home and I would play Metal Gear Solid, uh, which is a great game, by the way. Like, it's. Oh, yeah. My jam. But anyways, so I had made it all the way to the final boss, and it was late night, and I had to get up early for work. So I saved my game, and I and I saved it right there at the boss. So I was like, I'm going to come home tomorrow, and I'm going to beat his ass. And I go to work, and I come home, and I load everything up, load it from my memory card uh, checkpoint or save point, and I'm back on the ship mm. in the beginning and I was like what happened I'm gun, like gun, gun. I'm like I must have loaded the wrong file so I get in there again and, <laughs> surely a simple mistake yeah <laughs> this can't be real <laughs> this can't be <laughs> life oh, no. is this real life so I loaded up again must be fantasy <laughs> so I loaded up again surely you just and there, I'm the same guy that said dost thou bleed <laughs> and there I am and the beginning stage Oh. Like Snake looking at the ship, and I'm like, no. What happened, died. Mr. Jermaine? What happened? So my little brother came home <gasps> and uh, started playing my game, and he saved over my file. Oh. So Rudy can edit this out, but where did you bury his body? <laughs> <laughs> He's Just lucky. me and you. <laughs> He's lucky we have the same mom. He's still alive. You may be missing a finger or two. <laughs> oh, man. But. Damn. That day, that day, Damn. no lie. I wasn't, I wasn't mad. I was upset at myself. And in the words of uh, uh, Squints from uh, the Sandlot, yeah. I blame myself. You know, going like this all wrong. <laughs> so, so I, I immediately left. Went, went to uh, GameStop or uh, <clears throat> Electronic Boutique. Remember that? And I bought him his own memory card. I said, from this day forth, you save all your things on here. My brother would have beat my ass. (laughs) Are you kidding me? You're too goddamn sweet, Jermaine. I follow deep and deeper in love with you. I get it, but but the 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 flashes of like everything I had to go go through again just to get to that thing, and it was when you had to fight. um, um, What was his name with the rollerblades? Uh, the one he had the bombs and he was planting them around on that little hand. <laughs> I don't know. Wasn't it like fat something? Was it fat I'm man? I vaguely remember that. But, but yeah. Anyways, that boss was a nightmare for me particularly. <laughs> and I was in there. I have to fight him Damn. again and go disarm all these bombs. But anyways, I've, I finally made it back to where I was a week later. Hey, did the Metal Gear... Okay, Snake, Pl- Snake Pliskin, right? The... Snake Plissken is the name of the movie character. Escape from New York and Escape from New York. Yeah. So that's not any relation to no, this they, snake with the eye patch but and the mullet. He, he, <laughs> in the game, the he gravelly refers voice to himself as Iroquois Plissken in one scene. Like, uh-huh. You know, his alias. So like, oh, that's real tongue-in-cheek. But because Iroquois is the, the, the Iroquois name for Snake. Huh. So Snake Plissken. It was a reference to the movie. I got you. Uh, okay, so it's about the movie. Uh, like, no relation. Okay, because I've always thought I, I always thought that that what, and I never did any further research. I was like, the internet told me. Uh, I always thought that was a, a, an adaptation of the. When did the game come? Or that the game was 
an adaptation of the movie. You get what I'm saying. Yeah. Forget me. I, I have a similar story to Jermaine's, though. Mine was teensy bit more painful. Um, Doug, you remember the uh, Final Fantasy games for the Super Nintendo? Or the, oh, yeah. They were branded up one, two, and three. I believe it was two that I was playing. And, you know, you had the, I had the big joystick controller, the big square one. Nice. Um, with the 800 foot long cord to the TV. And I'm playing there and I'm like, maybe, it's like, I had to do it again. So I think I was like 25 hours into it by that point, which is for a kid, that's a lot of time to sink into a game. Oh, yeah. So I'm in the room playing and all of a sudden my younger brother comes in. I have two younger brothers, the older one. Um, comes running into the room and he's doing dumb younger brother things and I'm ignoring him and all of a sudden he just darts in front of me, <gasps> trips over the cord, <gasps> oh. pulls the, the whole console, you know, off the shelf and the game goes tumbling and I'm like, I'm mad. I'm like, oh, I'm interrupting me, man. Get out of here. Put everything back, put the game back in and those cartridges were so fragile back then, a yeah. good knock would just wipe all of your save data. Hey, yeah. Rudy, real quick, and uh, Rudy's going to edit this, but uh, where'd you bury his body? Uh, oh, man. Like, I, I sat there, and, like, I'm trying to think of... Oh, There was God. a movie where, like, where some guy's sitting there, and he's, like, he's, like, getting red-faced, and then like, he wants to cry. Like, that's exactly how I felt. It's like, oh. <laughs> oh, it's it's funny, because I have such a similar story, but I'm the bad guy. Oh, you're the bad <laughs> guy. Same thing. Um, Damn younger brothers. So, yeah, yeah, I'm the younger brother. My brother was playing Final Fantasy 1, which is on the NES, the, mm-hmm. the very first Nintendo, and that was even more fragile of a system. You know, this is the one where you blow in the cartridges. Yeah. Everyone mm-hmm. had their, like, mm-hmm. their tricks. You gotta and put it in just right. The kids right. have it so easy today. Yeah. They pop in their disc and download from the <laughs> cloud, whatever that is. So, yeah, Dave, Dave was playing Final Fantasy 1, very far into it. And this is when we were um, downstairs, and I jumped off the bunk. upstairs. We get it. Rub it in our face. <laughs> I jumped off the bunk bed, just screwing around. Just like, jump off the top of the bunk bed, land on the so I landed on the floor. It was enough to shake the console <gasps> enough that it reset. Whoa! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and so same thing. Fire back up. All lost. Start over. Mm. Hey like, Doug, real quick. Rudy's gonna edit this. Where'd you bury your body? <laughs> <laughs> My own body. So, yeah. So. I should have. Explains why you're dead inside. You got that deadness behind your eyes. The emotion, oh, there's a lot of reasons for that. The emotion that you felt <laughs> wow. inside. I can paint the picture. Something. Do you guys remember, uh, uh, what was the Kurt Russell movie where he was in Big Trouble in Little China? Yeah. I love Big Trouble. Do you remember when the guy, like. Turned like a big old. Where the air was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and he just kept getting mad. And yeah. then the air just escaped, like. That was me on the inside. Like I had the knife in my hand, but I, I got so big and and it just dropped it. I was like, ah! and your brother's like, "You okay, Jermaine?" You're like, "Fine." And then like a one single blood drop comes out of your nose, just fine. Oh man, it's, it's so fun like to look back. I mean, not fun, I guess, but it's interesting. All those Traumatic. things. Um, Better word. Yeah. Did you guys ever play any of the games that didn't save, but you had to write the passcode down like metroid no I think like a few of them or Kid no, that was a thing yeah. kid Icarus, metroid on Holy the because the cartridges you know the cartridges held such little data so some of them you couldn't save because there was no room for oh save. that's interesting so, it would be like passcode to get to that yeah like like at metroid it'd be like all right stop quit get your passcode but it was it was what like 24 
digits. It was like, <laughs> it, and but I mean, and we would have a notepad of paper and we'd be writing them all down. Oh, like that's every crazy. Time. And every once in a while, though, you'd get to that point where it's like, what what letter is that? <laughs> what did I write? Because oh, my writing's horrible. Man. It was always horrible. And I think there was like moments where you'd, you'd have to go back to that last one because you just couldn't read what Dang. you wrote. And, you know, you might have hours in between them or something like that. But I've never played any of the side-scrolling Metroids outside of, like, the DS or anything like that. The first yeah. uh, Metroid game I played was for the GameCube. It was, it was like, Metroid oh, Prime. Prime. Yeah. yeah three, that, I really liked It was, like, those. the first-person shooter. I, I really enjoyed it. That was pretty cool. Yeah. The... Um, it's interesting going back, looking back at some of those old, the very first Nintendo games, and they, a lot of them still hold up. Metroid, I would say, still holds mm-hmm. up. Zelda still holds up. Even and the first now, Mario Brothers, I think, still holds up. And now it's so crazy because you could just like download an, an an emulator on your app and and you could start playing those games. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, if you want to, you know, steal. <laughs> whatever <laughs> not that i've done it you want there's some stuff you gotta pay for whatever <laughs> you know <Yarr. laughs> i've i've uh i heard from a guy from who heard from a guy that you can uh purchase like like a miniature console or whatever and it'll have all of that particular console's games on it yeah and i like how nintendo caught on to people doing that and actually started releasing their own little mini yeah mini consoles yeah. which I, I had a blast getting the the mini snes just a blast from the past i don't know how often you guys play the sega genesis but do you guys remember kid chameleon very little very I, little the I only reason i remember I, the title but. I, the only reason i remember that game because uh, i would either play kid chameleon or sonic the hedgehog 2 mm-hmm. But I remember Kid Chameleon because even then I couldn't like put it into words. But I look back at it now. I saw some guy on TikTok Live playing it, and I, I was like, "Oh, Kid Chameleon!" It was like it had like it had physics. You know what I mean? Like there was a weight to each character when you put on a new disguise or whatever, and, the, and then its new its abilities. And it was it was a fucking hardcore game. That was that was a fun side scrolling game. Anyways, yeah, check that one out. <laughs> maybe maybe not on an emulator legally or illegally. Yeah. Do you guys have a favorite console? You saw. I was just about to ask that. Oh. <laughs> I wouldn't what, be able to answer that as like a non-gamer. Console stands? Anyone? Uh, I mean, uh, the PS5 is very impressive, but that's kind of the obvious answer at this point. What about uh, companies as opposed to individual consoles? Um, How about your least say, favorite? I mean, for the longest time, I really did like Nintendo. Um, so like N64 came out with the PlayStation and, and Sega had the Saturn. Saturn. And those were both CD drives, and I, I the N64 stuck with cartridges, which were more expensive, but I appreciate it because they loaded quicker. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you mm-hmm. guys remember that those original PlayStation load times were. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. And, and so, so real quick, that was the same reason with Nintendo when they switched to GameCube. Yeah. They switched to disc, but they had those really small discs. Mm-hmm. And again, they wanted that slower, that quicker load speed. So sometimes I would huh. pick, if a game came out on multiple consoles, um, I would still pick GameCube, even though the graphics might be a little less. But mm-hmm. I just, I just didn't want to sit there through five minutes of load time. Yeah, the loads would be long. Do, do you remember when you used to look at the load screen? Tell me, I'm not the only one that did this. Like you mess with your controller, <laughs> thinking it was gonna, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, mess with the load time. You're like faster. We're the faster, people. We're the people that hit the the, uh, the 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 walk button, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the crosswalk. So for me, I'm a PlayStation person. So. My 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 video game console journey went from Nintendo to PlayStation. Mm, that's a that's, job. That's I've 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 played all the other consoles, you know, because I had friends, you know, that had uh, Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. you know, all the Nintendo Sixty Four and all that other stuff. But I always wanted a Sega Genesis. So 
the year PlayStation was coming out, it was uh, that 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 Christmas. I had it on my on my uh, Christmas list to mm-hmm. say I want a Sega Genesis. Yeah. So my stepdad, the one uh, that I talked about in the previous episode about gargoyles. Oh yeah, the first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, well, yeah, first episode. So. Which he is available get, out now on uh, <laughs> Spotify, Stitcher, and Instagram. Or excuse me, Instagram. <laughs> Hold on. So he gets me a PlayStation instead, and I'm sitting there oh, like, points. this is not what I wanted. Because <laughs> I didn't know much, you know, about the PlayStation. So I got uh, Mortal Kombat and another game and both controllers. And at the time, I didn't know how much the console cost, you know. Uh-huh. And it was just one of those things. Because I went from Nintendo to PlayStation. You know, because <clears throat> some of us didn't have it upstairs. <laughs> no, <Sorry>. but anyways, <laughs> no, but anyways, <laughs> um, upstairs, son of a bitch. So the the jump from like graphics for me was oh yeah, I couldn't imagine ridiculous. And I don't know what it is. A fighting game, females always beat the shit out of me. Sonya Blade, I can never <laughs> beat like. Any female in any fighting game for some reason. All the guys. Too busy staring. No. <laughs> and jerking. No all problem. those polygons. Yeah, that. <laughs> but. Well, that explains when you were talking about the beginning about why you haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy. But continue. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, but my journey. Yeah, like I said, from, from Nintendo. Uh, there you go. To PlayStation. And once I got a hold of the PlayStation and started yeah. playing it, I was like, I don't even want to see Guardians. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't even care. I, I remember, um, I remember when my brother's like, "Oh my god, dude, the N sixty four, it's like three D games," and I was like, "No way, man!" Because I just couldn't comprehend <laughs> that. And then you, you pop it on. There's Mario to today's standards, you know, was sixty four bit, and it's just super polygon. And I'm like, "Whoa, look at that! You can look around all three dimensional space. It's cool. Wow." Forget you know, forget everything else. We could play Mario Kart 3D, mm-hmm. and then like the and I was I pretended you know I was never an upstairs person, but I, it was my moment to be an upstairs <laughs> person. And then uh, I would go to a friend's house who was even lesser of an upstairs person, and he we were he's like, you want to play Mario Kart? He's like, yeah, you got the N64. He's like, no, nah, I got the SNES. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you sure. must be a downstairs person. <laughs> But no, I would, yeah, okay. and, 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 and it was funny to see uh, every, you know, subsequent game and console after that, and it would get better and better. And Jesus, look how fucking far we've come. It's that's fun to, to your story there about that. When actually, my brother, because my brother and I would save up our allowance and buy a console allowance. No, okay. so <laughs> we did chores, we, we, mowed the, we mowed the lawn, we hit the lawn. <laughs> Hey, in the words of Hangover, our Doug is white. <laughs> oh, no, we love you. We love you. Continue, continue. Um, anyway, we saved up the money to buy the N64, and I remember like showing up to school and telling my friends, like, I got the N64. Very, like, yeah, hot stuff. Yeah. Well, what, what game you get? We couldn't afford a game yet. <laughs> like we bought it and then we had to like wait like a week or two. Really? <laughs> no, no. We had to wait a week or two so we could have the money to to actually go buy a game uh-huh. for it. But I, I just laughed because like I, I felt like such hot shit. Like, yeah, I got the new <laughs> yeah. You couldn't lie about it. I like, have a similar I got story a to that. controller and man, it had three things. 
but, but the controller was fucking weird. We can agree on that, right? But or, it was cool, like because it like it felt like a gun, like playing guns, games like Goldeneye, like you had a trigger and stuff. But yeah, it was right. it was still weird. I mean, Nintendo always put out weird stuff. Which I'm gonna get into that. Go, Jermaine. I I do have a similar Doug story about buying the console when when PlayStation Two came out. Uh, they had like a demo, a uh, demo, a Devil May Cry. Uh, demo or something like that that I saw or, or 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 played, and immediately I was like, I gotta go get a PlayStation Two. Look mm. like, just like how I'm looking right now, like I got <laughs> to go get a PlayStation Two. Like that was all, all, all that was on my mind. On table. And um, <laughs> and I went and and I bought it. You know, bought the controller, <clears throat> memory cards. Yeah, there you go. But uh. I didn't have enough for the game. I had to wait until next week when I got paid. This is when I used to work at Disney. <laughs> I couldn't afford the game, so I, I had to wait seven days. Did you get the controller with the dual shot? Because of the N64, you had to buy the Rumble Pack. Oh, yeah. I had to get all that <laughs> stuff. I had to get all that Fucking stuff. Fucking Rumble Pack. But, yeah, but I bought that PlayStation without a game. Seven days. I was just sitting there just looking at it. <sighs> and, and you're a kid. It's forever. Oh, oh yeah. It's Forever. Yeah, you got to be like me and Rudy and get the squints glasses. <laughs> Do you guys remember PlayStation's like whole campaign, ad campaign at that time? Mm-mm. They were like, oh, yeah, no, I do remember. It was like, if you don't get us, you're poor. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, well, the PlayStation was actually, I think, one of the cheaper options because really? their announcement yeah. at E3. Yeah. Uh, I think Sega went up and was going through all the technical advancements of the Sega Saturn, but it was expensive. It was like five hundred dollars. Was the Sega Saturn? A, it was five hundred dollars. I want to yeah. say it was very high up the there. PlayStation or maybe one it was four hundred. I don't know. But the PlayStation was three hundred dollars. I'm gonna look at the well, Sega yeah, Saturn. So, so the story is so Sega's up there giving their whole spiel about how it's it's thirty two bit. It's you know this 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 and that, and four hundred dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Sony goes up after them, and these these are the new kids on the block. Because I don't mm. know if you know the stories. Mm. Nintendo actually originally hired Sony to make a CD drive for the SNES. Uh-huh. So the PlayStation was originally supposed to be an attachment to the Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. and I think one of those still exists in the world. Yeah, there's one that, that exists. But Nintendo didn't want to do it, so Sony said, fine, we'll make our own system. So Whoa. Sony goes to E3 as like the new kids on the block. Sega just gives their big spiel. Sony guy walks up there and just says, $2.99, and sits back down. <laughs> like, and and it worked because everyone was freaking dinner. out about the four hundred dollar price tag. So they came out and said, "Oh, well, we're a hundred bucks less." And and it's funny because they still kind of do that. They did that, I think, with the uh, PS4 and Xbox 360 or Xbox One or whatever it was at that time. But their whole ad campaign was that like kind of bad boy thing. Like their commercials would be Crash Bandicoot with the megaphone outside the oh Nintendo my and the Sega. <laughs> You know. I remember all those places, ads, especially the ones in the magazine. Like they had some, uh, like, extreme ads back in the day. They used to go hard on. The, yeah, uh, they wanted to be the adult ad, adult ad, system. Ad campaign. You have to follow some of like the the night only nineties kids will know uh, Instagram pages and stuff like that. You have to post a, the Crash Bandicoot uh, commercial on uh, on, oh, yeah, the, on uh, Instagram. Look that up. Speaking uh, of Crash Bandicoot, the original voice actor just passed. Yeah, away. He did just, just pass passed away. Sad Man, times. sad times. Right. Have a right. moment of silence. And the Crash Bandicoot sound that'll drop here. What have I got? That was a uh, PlayStation and, game. And PlayStation and Xbox. They were always the games that were like all about performance. Yeah. Of this, this, you know, it looked better, better, and everything like that. As much as I love Nintendo and the characters that came along with it, I feel that like after the SNES, 
including the N64 and then every subsequent uh, mm-hmm. system, it was always gimmicky. It was always gimmicky. Oh, for Nintendo? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think they just didn't want to be part of that race to be more technical advanced, which, I mean, unfortunately, I think most gamers wanted. Well, you were, so, because the reason why I I thought of that, like, when we were talking about, uh, when we were talking about, like, the, the console, Nintendo doesn't have, like, a, the, the big game and stuff like that, and they were never focused on on that aspect of, like, the, the performance, and immediately I thought, oh, shit, yeah, that's right, like, the Switch, as fun as it is, like, it's it's gimmicky. Yeah, I think it's a gimmick that, that actually worked, though. I, I, I think I it's amazing. It. It's super cool. Yeah. See, but that's the thing with Nintendo, since it's existence nintendo has always been that console that that had things that other consoles never had you know uh for my generation my first nintendo you know you had the the zapper gun you had the power glove uh you had the power pad whatever it was yeah for the the trackpad yeah the trackpad you know where you you know running the races and you yeah jump up and down they always had these these other elements to the system besides the game that I think that kind of made Nintendo fun. Mm. Oh, they had so much. Sorry to interrupt, but I mean, I I think back to it, like even on the Game Boy, you had the Pokemon cards that you can like scan. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. They had, there was a Game Boy game that had a little, it was a vampire game, but it had a little sun sensor on it. So you had to actually like (laughs) go like replenish your sunlight or something. One of the Game Boy games, we had to take a picture of stuff. Yeah, there was there was the Game Boy camera. Yeah, they had the Game Boy camera. Yeah. They had like a lot of stuff. There's a guy, our person, I don't know who it is, but uh, I don't remember the Instagram handle, but he he still goes around and takes pictures on the with the Game Boy. <laughs> Does he get a lot of follows? He's doing it for the gram. I just think it's a hobby. Like I just think it's one of those things uh, that he just likes likes doing it. Um, wasn't there a thing too where? Where you had the Game Boy, and you could uh, play your Game Boy games on the TV. The hmm. GameCube had a, a Game Boy attachment that you could put all your GBA yeah, games yeah, and Game okay, Boy Advance okay. games in it. But also certain games like Zelda Wind Waker, mm-hmm. if you had a GBA, you could um, link it, and that became like a map that showed you hidden treasure chests. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I think you could only get if you had that Game Boy. I mean, so speaking of Nintendo, I just had to look it up. It's... Whenever I start talking about Nintendo, I always like to remind people that the company is 133 years old. Mm-hmm. So do tell. Yeah, they start off like playing cards and stuff. So I think it's to them for them being like kind of gimmicky. It's it's more I think a matter of just constantly wanting to evolve and and find new ways to play. And being that old of a company, it's like that's that's what's worked for them. Well, and then at, in, in that aspect, then I will I'll allow it. I. Isaac Carmona will allow it. And I'll give it to them that they've still been able to stay relevant. Yeah. I think though, the question that any gamer at some point has probably asked is after playing a game like God of war on the PS five, mm-hmm. what could Nintendo do? Cause like I was saying, Nintendo's gotten really good at making games that work on these lower um, powered systems. What could the team that made, Tears of the Kingdom, what mm. could they do on a PS5? Or, you know, an RTX 4090-powered PC. Like, what kind of game could we get? And you see it online. People will... I just saw one the other day where someone took Mario 64 and put it probably in Unreal 5, because everyone's using that oh, engine. Yeah. 
like yeah. remaking these games in Unreal Five, and it's like that looks amazing. Like, and I think that's the thing where people they love the gimmicks of Nintendo, but everyone is still waiting for them to come out and say like, no, we're going to finally make this hardcore system that's going to compete. And I, I doubt they ever will. Yeah, I could see that because when when uh, when my wife had had bought the Switch for me, I was only again I was like I have to have Mario Kart, I have to have Super Smash Brothers. My nieces uh, bought a game for me, and it was called Death Story. Play it's you play as this little uh, bird, it's a little crow, whatever. But the whole point of it, it's like it, it as as cool as it as the game is. Um, it I love you guys, and I thank you for the game. We still play it. Is that it? It isn't like a big. You know, it could have been like on a, on a DS. Is it a rogue, type of game? Is that a roguelike game? Is that a the maker or a no, type of game? Um, sorry, it's a type of game. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I I for the plebes in the room. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah, like they have to explain to be them people. There's, there's two, there's two types. There's roguelike and roguelite. I don't know if anyone really knows the difference. Um, but look it up, people. Based, Google exists. It's based off of there was an original game called Rogue, and the idea was you it was a lot of repetition. Like you, you play a section, you, you ultimately like your first playthrough, you're going to die like right away. Mm. And then you start it up and you, you play again and you get a little bit further. Maybe you get a little bit more stronger and then you die and you start again. Mm-hmm. And cause I, I think I, I know the game you're talking about, but I can't remember if it was a roguelite or not, but I could be wrong. But anyway, roguelite games, again, Hades is a game I was telling you about. Right. Hades is probably the best, best of those kind of games but my, my point though was that you know so they got me that game because they're like oh my wife's you know dark dark and macabre and morbid so like you know death store she'll like that game and we did we do uh and the problem was like uh, when we went to the when we went to the game store target and we're looking for super smash brothers i'm as we're waiting for the guy i'm looking at all the other game titles and like none of them none of them caught my fancy you know, just like some game that could have been on the on the the DS, or just mm-hmm. some like you know, yeah. buffer game. It See, just wasn't like a big title. What what I use Nintendo mainly for is like all like the Mario parties and all those things. Like you know, like when Mario you get Party. together, yeah. you know, like the Smash Brothers. Like I never really played like the like their campaign games. Like Mm-mm. it's always been more of a party thing. Or, mm-hmm. Get your friends together. That's what I. Used Although to the the the, the switches, uh, uh, Smash Brothers. I've been playing like its campaign. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. It's called like the Spirit Board or something. The the Switch is interesting to me because I play I play a lot of um, like indie games, a lot of retro two D style, and I'm always torn when I go to buy one if I want to get it on like the PlayStation because it's quicker. The PlayStation trophies are kind of fun to get, um, or get it on the Switch. Where it's gonna be slower graphically, maybe not there, but it's portable. That that is like, the that's what makes of it. it. It's such a yeah. hard decision, and so a lot of my like when I get a retro like JRPG kind of game, I'll usually get it on the Switch because then that's something I could play pretty easily while I travel or something mm-hmm. like that. I mean, yeah, that, that's the other thing too. I love the. I mean, as far as gimmick, it was a gimmick that worked like the portability of it. Although I still can't get over like if we're you know portability and we're both my wife and I are like let's take it to our families and if we're bored we'll set it up and you know play uh smash brothers and we're using the tiny like we're, we're you know my my wife is five foot uh 10 i'm five foot 11 like we're using these tiny little controllers yeah still can't get over it but it's still fun we manage do you guys have a favorite video game of all time <sighs> that that is a hard oh, I have hard that's a loaded question yeah man oh, no, I got wrong with what you got, you got. <laughs> what you got Trey? 
Mine yeah. is the first Metal Gear Solid for PlayStation. That That's a good pull. Still, yeah. still to this day, I think it, for me anyways, it's gameplay was phenomenal. Yep. Story was phenomenal. Yep. Uh, the little, cut the little things. Well, not even the cutscenes, oh. but yes, the cutscenes. Like for me, the reason why Metal Gear is my favorite video game franchise of all time. It's the story, the cutscenes, the action, and all that. And I love all the characters, but <clears throat> I will never forget that 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 first Metal Gear. It was all about the boss battles. Like they they. They just did something different at the time. Like I would, I would, I would never forget um, fighting Psycho Mantis, uh, having to figure out how to beat this boss. And as you're playing him or fighting him, he's reading all your moves, so oh, you know, so you know, so he knows what you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting there, and on top of that, he's. He's talking trash to, <laughs> to you, to you like the whole time. So, because the game or the PlayStation had a memory card, if if you played any Konami games, when he gets to the to the line or whatever he says, you know, like, oh, I can read your mind, you know, blah blah blah. Like he's like, oh, I can see you played Castlevania, and I'm sitting there playing the game, like, what the <laughs> fuck? How do you know? You don't even you don't even know me like that, bro. But Only Santa so at, cool. the ta- at the time is like, Only Santa Claus knows me like <laughs> right? that. But it's just one of those things like I just felt that like that moment in that game to me was 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 everything. And and then having to figure out how to beat him at the time, you know, there was no uh place that you can necessarily go to like look You'd have to buy the catalog for walkthroughs. Things that, like, yeah, you had yeah. to get all that stuff, but you had to switch uh, your controller port from <gasps> one to two. Oh, I remember that. And that's, that's how you had to beat that's him because so he he no longer can read your yep. your moves, and yep. it's just one of those things it's clever. that 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 moment for me, like I was in in awe, and it was just one of those things where. I need more of this. Yeah. I want that. It was creative, interesting, but just to 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 sit there and have this villain talk trash, read your memory card, mm-hmm. and then you you have to figure out that you had to switch your uh, like made it more immersive. Yeah, like it was just one of those things I've never seen that before. I was I, I was shocked, and I He's was been like, chasing the dragon. Ever How since. does this guy know me like that? But for me, that's my favorite uh, video game of all time. It's it still I got no competition. Playable. That's good. Yeah, certainly not as meta as switching controllers. But the latest, the Guardians of the Galaxy game. Uh, if you haven't played that, I I really recommend it. Mm-hmm. Love those characters, but they did a good job of making you figure out things by paying attention to like the, mm-hmm. the verbal cues. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a few yeah. moments in that game where like, I was so sure I had to do a certain thing. Mm-hmm. And then I finally like stopped and was kind of listening to the characters. It's like, Oh, mm-hmm. like, but, but some of it was kind of easy to miss. Cause it seems so obvious. You should maybe go like one direction or whatever, but then you, and they're not just, they're not just yelling, Hey, turn around idiot. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. not that dumb, but, <laughs> but that, it is fun to your point, like when you have to actually kind of pay attention to what's happening and then piece it together and 
and figure it out. Cause I do feel like a lot of games these days, God mm-hmm. of War, right? The latest God of War was where you, you didn't even have a chance to solve the puzzle before Atreus boy is pointing <laughs> something out like, hey, maybe if you shoot that with an arrow, the thing will swing down and then hit that and it will cause a train reaction. It's like, uh, oh, okay, I guess I don't need to play the game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right, you want to just do this for me, Atreus? <laughs> it was like, Nicolas Cage, I'll take pleasure in gutting you, boy. <laughs> like, Shut up. Um, Rudy, favorite game? <sighs> like, I... <sighs> I remember being a big fan of of all the Nintendo games up until I bought my first PlayStation, and then I was like, "Nintendo, I don't want to play with you anymore." <laughs> <laughs> and the, the very first uh, uh, two games that I bought for the PlayStation were Final Fantasy VII and Resident Evil Two. Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy VII was really like way up there, like one of my favorite games of all time. Oh no, I see you, but. That being said, Resident Evil 2, the first time I played that game, I fucking hated it. <laughs> I I put it in. The controls were all like, you know, the tank controls. Like you have, you know, uh, was that Raccoon City? Yeah. Yeah. And like I, I played like the first 10, like 10 minutes. I was like, get out of here. Like mm. I, I t- took the disc out and I threw it. And I put it in Final Fantasy VII and I played that. And I loved it. And Wait, then, did like, you play uh, Resident Evil 1 at the time? No, I hadn't okay. played that one yet. Gotcha. Um, but I went back to it. I'm like, I spent all this money. Like back then, that was a lot of money for me. I'm like, spend all this money. Let me give it another try. And I got used to the controls. And holy shit, that the world that opened up mm. right after that, like, it's Final Fantasy VII, Resident Evil Two. Those are like, like neck and neck for like my favorite game of all time. Um, real quick, you know, you brought up how that was a lot of money for you back then. The thing is, like, these games cost the same today as they did now. Actually, N64 games were seventy dollars. Tell me, old man, how inflation works. Oh no, but I remember. Well, well, but this is what I'm yeah, saying. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Like people today complain I remember about like Nintendo these, games were. Yeah, N64 were somewhere seventy bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah. Oh um, yeah, they were yeah, expensive because they were cartridges. They weren't CDs. Were they really? Uh, yeah, and then PlayStation hey, games VHS, were like forty, I know fifty, talking, but VHS 60. was a Dragon Ball Z, Rudy. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z VHS tapes. Remember how much those cost? <laughs> but, well, my my point is like people today will talk about how expensive games are, and it's like first like they're almost the same as what they've always been. And they cost these companies 10 times, 100 times to make. Now, granted, there's more gamers. Oh, right. And, mm-hmm. and most games aren't even physically released anymore. It's digital. But no, no go ahead. I, I still just think it's like with inflation in mind, it's like games are cheap. Oh, now. my God. Yeah, they were. They were 75, 75 99 back in the day, uh, which is the equivalent of about $130 at one, 2021. Yeah. Holy but shit. that's why. Yeah. But that's why I'm complaining about games. But, uh, games are sixty dollars. <laughs> games are a lot of games are free today, and that's yeah. oh yeah, crazy. you got a lot of see. But that's free why play, that get you that, the microtransactions. Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> that one, one Christmas when I got the PlayStation, mm-hmm. I was shocked because I got the PlayStation plus the controller, and I think plus two games and a memory card. So I was like, they spent with a retail value of. Yeah. All the money. <laughs> What's crazy is those back in the day. Thanks, Bob. I mean, I think even all, all the way up to the PlayStation Four, those co- all the companies would take such a loss. Mm-hmm. Like Sony selling the PlayStation for three hundred bucks, they were taking a loss. But oh, yeah, they were taking. But a hit. they're turning around and you're buying sixty dollars games mm-hmm. from them, and they'd make up for it. I think Bill Gates wanted to release the Xbox for free, but I think he was legally like stopped because that'd be like <laughs> monopoly. But he was just going to take the full loss, knowing mm-hmm. that people were going to buy the subscriptions mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. Um, I think on that. Don't quote me. Don't quote me on anything. <laughs> I pull stuff. Yeah, As we said in the last episode, yeah, we're not opinion based, but we are right. 
I mean, we're a good place <laughs> Just to Google start. People. Like, Google stuff we say. To yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think we've ever said this, but like, we're we're not for the uber nerds. We want to explain the shit out of everything. Yeah, <laughs> we're, you know, we're like for the above the casual. We're just people. that you know, casual conversation. We're, 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 not, yeah, we're not. Yeah, we're not filthy casuals, but we're still kind of casual. <laughs> so I mean, I'll keep my pants on, kind of casual. You know? Oh, you have your pants me, on. Me. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, it's hitting my leg. We don't, yeah, we don't enforce a dress code here, so <laughs> we don't. Um, did you say what your favorite was? game? No, I, it's. <laughs> It's really hard for me to say um, Final Fantasy VII was probably the first game that I fully, fully beat. Not just the last story. I went back and beat the Ruby weapon, like all three of the, the weapons. I think the Ruby weapon was one that I had to go on like old school gamefaqs.com mm-hmm. oh, or something remember, like that. I remember that website. <laughs> yeah. And the Ruby weapon, like to beat it, you had to like literally kill your other two players. Like you, you equip um, Cloud with the phoenix and some other things you purposely killed the other two because as long as as long as like everyone was alive the ruby weapon would cast a thing that would randomly kill two people and you you couldn't lose cloud like everything rested on like like or it didn't have to be cloud but yet you had to keep one character super Mm -hmm. strong so you purposely killed the other two so then he wouldn't cast that random killing thing it was a crazy fight that took forever and you'd have to you cast knights of the round like four times in a row and which was the longest animation ever so you'd spend half the fight just watching the knights of the round summon over and over and over but so final fantasy 7 is certainly up there for me but then i've also played a lot of mmos like everquest online adventures which was a playstation 2 explain so to me like, what an mmo is i had to look it up because you, you kept saying in the past oh, couple sorry. episodes i'm like yeah yeah, yeah mmo and i had to google it massively multiplayer online game so everquest is probably it's not the first but it's probably the first well-known a one. common i was gonna say wouldn't world of warcraft be a common one world of warcraft is like the huge one that everyone yeah. knows so it's a it's a massive game where you're playing with dumb it down for me act like you're speaking to me <laughs> you're playing with a lot <laughs> a lot of people in this shared world um and so, like, I played EverQuest on the PlayStation 2 with, like, my group of real friends and got really into that. Uh, I did play World of Warcraft back in vanilla, and I stopped and I got back into it. But um, there was a game called Warhammer Online based off the Warhammer uh, fantasy franchise. And that was the first time and the only time I played any of these kind of games with a guild. I joined a random guild, um, and we were... I think the most powerful guild on that server and that in that game you could take over territory like most of the times we'd go to bed owning a lot of it and just playing with people from around the world and getting to know everyone Mm. they eventually promoted me to like a general and that first night that i was general there was a massive battle and they're like all right doug or i think my character's name was cyclone i was a white lion which is a really cool class it was like an elf (laughs) with a big white lion as my pet and there was there wasn't a lot of people that played the class on the server because it was a little bit harder class to play. So me and God, I used to remember the other good player's name. There was another white lion player and we were both in the same guild and it was a powerful class. So that like they let me in charge and I, you know, I, I was making like these tactical decisions like, okay, the majority of the guild is going to go defend this keep me. And I picked like four other players that I knew were really good are going to do this like flank attack. It didn't work. But everyone had a blast because, like, the, the main group did the defense, our flank attack work because the, the enemies had more guys there than I thought they would. But we still almost got it. And we're just like, that was amazing. That would have worked, blah, blah, blah. But so to answer your question, I don't know what my favorite game is. Cyber, <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077. 10 minutes later, he doesn't know. Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, I just, you know, I played through it. I instantly just wanted to play through it again. I'm glad, like, to, I'm glad you said that because, like, a later game, right? Because I, I, I was 
my if I were to choose if, if I'm not going to choose a favorite game. I can't because it's all nostalgia. Mine's is all nostalgia based. Like you mentioned, uh, Metal Gear Solid. And it's other than the gameplay itself. Like for me, it's also the excuse me nostalgia. Mm-hmm. You know, but you mentioned a later game. Like I don't game, so I can't. I can't really. I can't really say. But see, but if I did say a later game, I or or a newer game, I feel because I I yearn for simpler times. Like also Metal Gear. Also for me. It's the soundtrack. Okay. I love uh, all the... Uh, I'm pointing at Jermaine. I'll music. say his answer. But he says devil for me. Me too. Same. But but if it's a newer game, I would. I, I love God of War. I love Devil May Cry. Like, those are my type of games, you know, Metal Gear. But mm, I, I got to go with Last of Us, man. I love... Once again, I love the soundtrack. But I love the gameplay. Especially the first one. Like... I love that game so much that when the second one came out, it affected me heavily still to this day. And that person we know is still in limbo. And I go back to her every so often. <laughs> I mean, that game was so powerful story wise is they made a fucking oh, no, like TV it just show gets off of you. it. It just, it just, um, starring space daddy, <laughs> space zaddy, space. He doesn't daddy. know. Mm-mm. He, oh, doesn't, no, he like doesn't like Zaddy. Zaddy no, but, Jermaine. But he's fucking uh, <laughs> get your shit right. It's not like Zaddy, okay? It's Daddy, because Zaddy implies old. Go ahead. I thought you were gonna hit no, something. No, 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 no. <laughs> Just looking at my options. <laughs> he was looking to get scolded already. Yeah, but, but uh, okay. But yes, but uh, newer game wise, definitely has to be Last of Us. I love the, like I said, the story, the gameplay, the music, all the. Like everything you had to go through in that game, mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like I felt it all, mm-hmm. and and you just fall in love with the characters as say, the game goes on. I would say that game uh, is a good combo of. I mean, every game it's got to be a good combo of storyline, gameplay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. um, what else am I missing? But well, Mecha- it's the, me- well, you said gameplay. I was gonna say mechanics. Mecha- but, yeah, to get more yeah. specific, but yeah, the about gameplay, it, yeah. the mechanics, but but it's also the. Was there the, an online aspect to that? Uh, no. 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 Of what? Last the Last of Us? Yes. Oh, there, there, there was, was multiplayer, wasn't there? They did have a, a very small multiplayer mode. Oh, I misheard. I thought you said on, online. Yeah, that's how you play with other people. No, no, no. <laughs> like, no. Does it feel like to be dumb, Jermaine? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, finally. <laughs> what the fuck the is the internet? The no, like I, is no, off no, of like, me. I thought like it was like a. Uh, uh, Back in my day, you'd stick a jacket to the wall. <laughs> Do you remember? Uh, you had to hear the. Oh, no, go ahead. Give it to me. No, give it to me. <laughs> but you know how they the had downstairs the. Downstairs uh, person. Uh, what was it? The other game that they had? Because the, it was The Last of Us, then they had like a comic and they had. Uh, um, I don't know. What what is that thing? Hey, Google. It was based off the comic <laughs> book, but but anyways, I thought you were referring to something else. Anyways, just on yeah. it. Um, uh, speaking of the speaking of online as well, when when video games then went online, like that, opened up a fucking massively a, a massive door. It just opened up the whole world. Now I didn't get it into yeah, no a more lot. screen watching. Uh, I think yeah, no, that's exactly it too. Like, or, or you ever do like the Halo? With, like, was it LAN party? Connect all your shit together. Oh, I love oh, yes. the land party. Oh my god! But but with the online, um, I, I I would probably play like Call of Duty or Battlefield, and that was probably like the extent of it. But we're talking about like open up the whole world. It just 
man, I'd be up to like fucking three in the morning. Just Everybody was up. <laughs> yeah, but I also sometimes I feel for uh, Meg's Reaper. And I was like, I feel, handle. <laughs> I feel for like the younger generations because I mean I know couch multiplayer still exists, but I, I do like I said earlier after after high school. Almost every day, my friends would come over and we'd play GoldenEye. Yeah, and stuff. And oh yeah, we was in the garage. I think about that. Mm-hmm. Like if if this same group Get of a friends, garage. <laughs> if if my same group of friends was in high school today, it wouldn't be all going to one person's house. It'd be like I'll go home. I'll, I'll catch you online. Like we'd all be just be going home and getting online to play. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, maybe we would bring like land party and stuff over. Um, like speaking of EverQuest Online Adventures. Uh, at that point, again, upstairs, uh, we had, we had <laughs> zoning three, it now. Yeah. Cause we bought two extra PS twos. So we had three PlayStation twos. Whoa. So we could all play EverQuest and a buddy could play EverQuest. And we also dual box. We'd use each other's accounts. Cause that was a game you paid for monthly. Upstairs, we would use each other's mind. accounts. To I didn't play. have a door and <laughs> growing up. Motherfuckers had upstairs and downstairs. We all had to share the same washcloth. <laughs> um, Fucking lawns. <laughs> The, the, at that point, that was Lines late. And garages. That was late PlayStation Two. We had like jobs, and we're buying it with our own money that we earned. <laughs> uh, hey, real quick, because everyone else got to say an old game and a, a newer game. Mm. Destiny. Oh, and Destiny yeah. Two for Destiny. me. With this generation, that Destiny, that, oh, love it. You guys are gonna hate me and get your oh, your, your, your finger ready for the shame button. Fuck no! Where's my shame hammer? <laughs> uh, <laughs> when uh, my brother. Hey brother, um, uh, he uh, he bought us the PS4, the Destiny edition, and I played like twenty minutes of it. I was like, man, I'm not into it. I yeah, sorry, oh, brother. Yeah, I knew you were gonna tell the story. I hate you. Yeah, I never played it. Destiny. The only so- thing about Destiny for me is no, I like the game. <laughs> oh no, you will sit there and you will listen. You will take this. Mute your own mic, Rudy. <laughs> but sorry. <laughs> I like Destiny, but if it was a little bit like Call of Duty, where if I didn't play it, that's what I was expecting, and I could just come back. Yeah, that's what I was expecting, and be fine on the same level with everybody. Then, like it was a different okay um, for me. As far as like the history of, of video games, was Destiny like the start of like uh, it was like a, a step away from like Call of Duty, where you play a campaign, you play a story. It, I think it kind of created that new genre of it's not quite an mmo but it was online living world yeah um it just didn't catch my fancy is what it was well and and then the thing with destiny is like as time went on just like all the other mmos just like man i slurred that one hard just like all the mmos like world of warcraft right now it you hop into that game as a new player like you have no idea what to do mm-hmm. and so destiny i think just as time went on it got harder and harder for new players to get on and there's like no tutorial remember you would have like to play tutorials when you would start a game and it'd be like you got here's how to shoot here's how to do this and, yeah. and then as games advance it's like here's how to do this whole combo of shit <laughs> blizzard uh on wow world of warcraft eventually thank you for um, explaining that recently a um, couple expansions ago, like introduce a whole new starting island. So if you created a new character, you could choose to start old school where like a dwarf would start at the dwarf city of Gnome and blah, blah, blah. Or you can start at this new island where they have very much a tutorial walkthrough of how to use your abilities and yeah. what to expect. I, it's one of those things that I do look at something destiny now at destiny now and think like they probably should have some sort of full on beginner experience. Mm. Like, 
I don't know, it's like a hologram or something like, you know, because everything in that world is supposed to be like, you know, fit into the actual universe. Yeah. It's like, it's not a game. It's a living world. Well, even games as simple as like Super Smash Brothers. I, I, uh, I play with my nephew every now and again. Hey, buddy. I don't know if you listen or not, but but uh, he'll like hold on. I've never played this character, so I gotta I gotta pause it and learn the moves. I'm like, but it's two hit buttons and then a direction. Just figure it out. No, no, no. But they go social <laughs> stuff. We gotta figure it out. I'm like, dude, come on. I'm not gonna sit here waiting for you to figure it out. Kick your ass. I think the in the game. I don't I don't hit children. <laughs> I think one of the greatest things about video games, especially <laughs> now, is. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many different types and there's so much to it. You, we, we were talking about the last of us mm-hmm. when that series, the, the TV series was out yeah. on HBO. So many people I knew were coming to me. It's like, is that, is that how the game is like? I said, Oh, pretty much almost shot for shot. That's what the game is mm-hmm. like. Oh, I saw that side by side YouTube video where it, yeah. I was like, fuck, that's cool. I, I again, and I love when they, they, uh, when any kind of adaptation, like really respects the source material. Cause you know, the inspiration is there, even if it is shot for shot. <clears throat> well, so, I, I think just, it introduced people to the idea that these video games can be cinematic and there can be characters that you care about. Cause mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. of people, I think when they think of video games, it is just, Oh, you're just shooting each other. Right. Mm-hmm. Or it's GTA and you're getting a hooker and then killing her. Right. And you it's forget like, that they're like telling those, the story. Yeah. There's, there's, there's so much to them all. And, and like I said earlier, I played like the smaller indie games. And like, once you get into those, there are some beautiful games that I think even gamers, even people that play games all the time, I think are doing themselves a disservice um, by not just checking out some of them. And like mm-hmm. quick shout outs, like Light, the Life is Strange series is a beautiful series, again, with characters and stuff like that. I know like to a hardcore gamer, it's it's going to seem boring. So for the most part, you're just moving around and interacting with things and, and making decisions. But those decisions, you know, affect the, the outcome. And if you get mm-hmm. into it, and then there was another game that came out a few years ago, What Remains of Edith Finch. And that game was very simple mechanics-wise, but story-wise, like to give it away, you're going back to an old family house and then each level was kind of a different mechanic. But basically you were playing out how each family member died and you didn't realize that right at first. Mm. But again, it was like it's a whodunit a- game. No, not even who done it. Oh. It was just you were there to remember like the rest of the family by living out their last moments in this kind of artistic way. Like I don't know, I'm just going to spoil it. Like one of the babies drowned. So like that level was like the swimming level. And at first you thought you were kind of just swimming, but then like you realize it was like bathtub stuff was slowly getting in and you and then like the screen goes white and then you I'm come depressed. back out of it in your house. It's depressed now. But it's still just it's such an artistic thing and I you know we're talking about all these <laughs> great shooters and, and adventures slasher games and stuff like that i think it's important to point out that these video games can also tell or can be artistic and can tell deeper stories than just Ooh. action hero-y stuff like um uh, max Payne. max Payne was like it was uh pretty deep and, and as depressing as the one that you just explained right now <laughs> and maybe not as like depressing as a uh, the baby drone? Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. But and, 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 and anyone, you played through it out as a hallucination. <laughs> has, has anyone played Max Payne yeah. at all? I've yeah, I played that it. The nightmare scene with the fucking baby crying. You have to really figure it out. I was stuck in that thing forever with the baby crying and crying and crying and crying. God damn it. And then they made it into a movie. You know what? And to that. <laughs> we never got to it. No, 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 no. Not, not even like getting 
Oh, that's right at the start of it. Everything We'd, we, talk, we, we said we were going to talk about. about. Maybe that can be a next uh, next episode. Oh, that'll be a, its own episode for sure. And the conversation about games is we just scratch the surface of what we all experience. I'm sure there's more of it. We could talk about oh, absolutely. About oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, yeah, a whole I mean, bucket full of games. So, bucket. We called an audible, and it's just how the <laughs> show's going to flow. You know what I mean? We don't. We don't want to to make it into any kind of structured shit. It just. It's again. It's just joining the conversation. This, these are what conversations are. Um, you know, let's let's save that for the next episode if that's cool. Yeah, the whole uh, uh, video game to don't movie pigeonhole me into episodes. We'll save it for a future episode. Well, maybe something cool will happen next week. Don't you we'll put this on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> we'll no, I'm just saying. Let's keep okay, okay, yeah, okay. Because so, actually, right before we record next week is PlayStation's next showcase. So who knows what will be announced? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So so, so what I will say is we, we will circle back and actually talk and actually talk about uh, video game uh, adaptations. Is that what you call it? Video game adaptations? Mo- movies yeah. that were. Based off of video games yeah, and shows that are yeah, based off video games. Game adaptations, uh, not, adap- not adaptions. I didn't say adaptions. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. I will play this back for you later. You know what I did say on the last episode? Uh, every time I said uh, uh, Kryptonian, I kept saying Kryptonian. I heard myself. It was weird. Kryptonian. But <laughs> Kryptonian. Adaptations. Um, you know, we may, we're going to circle back to it. Something new might pop up for next week, but we do want to circle back. But let's let's put a pin in it for right now, guys. Uh, thank you again for listening to another episode of The Hype Attack. Um, again, check us out on Instagram and TikTok at The Hype Attack. Uh, if there's anything that we've missed, if there's anything you want us to talk about, hit us up in the DM, hit us up in the comment section. Uh, Jermaine's going to post the, the commercial Crash Bandicoot, right? Aren't you, Jermaine? Yes, I will. <laughs> uh, and again, thank you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. And hit subscribe, share, share us if you like what we're doing. Dude, yeah. just let us know that you Smash like it. Smash that like button. Smash the like button. Uh, and and give us good reviews. Yeah, please. Oh, I mean, please. please. Like yeah, it. I mean, don't lie, you know? please. No, fuck you if you like yeah, it. Whoever went on... <laughs> On the Apple, the Apple version of uh, of the podcast, I'm not the one star rating. I will find you. Oh, really? Yes. Oh no, it's all good. I, I appreciate those one stars because it lets <laughs> me know that I'm trying. No, you know what I do appreciate? I appreciate uh, everyone that's actually like been reaching out to me and letting us know what they like and don't like. I like the constructive criticism. Keep it going because it's only going to make us better. We really give a shit about this show. We care about everyone. We care about each other uh, because that is what being a nerd is all about. Yeah. As Doug says, yeah, and he will say, keep the conversation going. Keep that conversation keep going. going, please. Well, yeah, man. So, till next week, guys. Same, same hype time. time. Same, same hype channel. Hype attack. Like <laughs>